Hi, welcome to Nutrition Minute. I'm Meg Reichert, your host, nationally board certified health and wellness coach, personal trainer, mental health pursuer, um, and avid anti-dieter. And today we're going to talk a little bit about why dieting doesn't work. We've all done it, right? We've jumped into whatever recent fad diet is working for, you know, whatever celebrity, Instagram influencer, friend of a friend's brother, sister, um, we've all done it. Or we've purchased the diet foods that big diet companies push on us to give us, quote, more energy with less calories, end quote. We've all fallen victim to it. These diets or foods work for a small amount of time, right? We lose a a little bit of weight, just enough to tell your friends about your recent dietary success and just enough to pay money into whatever company, whatever um, diet trend cookbook, whatever uh, energy snack bar that diet company is selling. But then slowly you start, you stop doing the diet because it's unrealistic. You can't stick with it. It's not sustainable. You have zero energy. You know, you might be having stinky sweats, um, nightmares, lack of sleep. You're starving. And you've also spent a massive amount of money. Whatever the reason, it doesn't have long lasting results. A recent study um, from 2017, and I see recent, I literally said that, and I just realized it is 2022. So, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. So a study in 2017 said that Americans spend over 60 billion with a B dollars on diet and weight loss products. That is so much money. So here's the problem with diets, right? They're advertised to us every day through, you know, diets that our friends do, diet books, diet propaganda, diet gurus are selling us an extreme dietary practice. We see it all the time. We see it everywhere. We are exposed to diet industry in all kinds of nooks and crannies of our life, right? Oh, I, you know, I'm going to have dessert because I'm being good. I'll get back on the wagon tomorrow. Or, oh, I can't have that cocktail because I can't be bad. Um, You know, we place these labels on things um, that make us perform. And we think that that's going to make us healthier because, you know, diets have told us so. But these diets tend to be unrealistic. They push us in the wrong direction and they actually teach us how to have unhealthy relationships with foods. We're told what good foods are and what bad foods are. We're told that we can't have carbohydrates and to enjoy an excess of protein, which can actually be pretty detrimental to your kidneys if you go overboard with it. You know, one time, one era we're told that we can't have any fat Hey, 80s, 90s kids, I see you, no fat. And now we're told by the keto diet to only eat fat, to eat so much fat and have so much protein. Or we're told that we need to start detoxing and we need to we need to cleanse our body to make to get rid of chemicals and and you know that that we need to flush out our, our system and so that we can start over. 
But like we have a liver and we have kidneys and that's kind of their job is to detoxify our body for us. Right. So it turns out that maybe we don't need these diets and cleanses um, because really all they're going to do is they're going to make us have a ton of bowel movements and they're going to make us really, really dehydrated because all they're doing is getting rid of the water in our body, which turns out like 60% of our body is water. So we kind of need it. So why are we all still falling victim to the diet cycle? There's a couple of answers and we could dive really deep into a lot of these answers. And trust me, I would love to, because this is a personal favorite wormhole of mine, but like the long and short of it. And the really unsexy answer is that it's trendy and it's fashionable to be on a diet, right? It's fashionable to be, to be skinny or to be seen as we're looking to achieve a smaller size, right? Because somehow in our society, we've equated chasing skinny with the only way to be healthy. And if you're not constantly on a mission to lose weight, then like you can't be healthy, right? You don't love yourself enough. Um, You know, we hear certain things like this all the time. And what's even more terrifying is that our children hear these things all the time. You know, they, they hear their moms and dads or friends saying things about, you know, being good. I'm going to be good today. And I'm only going to have one snack you know, and then, and then we hear our kids mimic these and it's heartbreaking because like, we might actually be hungry. Your child is probably hungry and we're teaching these behaviors that is perpetuating this trend. Right. So our society is saying that as women, We often feel inadequate if we aren't publicly publicly working on our bodies or health in some way, right? We always have to ask our girlfriends, oh, hey, what are you doing right now? Or, oh my gosh, those pants look so cute. How'd you get into them? Or, oh my gosh, you know, and I had to stop myself from saying this. Um, But, you know, there's, we have this constant need when we see somebody to lift them up, right? We want to make our friends and loved ones feel really good. And we have a tendency to say, oh my gosh, hey, Meg, I haven't seen you forever. You look great. You're looking awesome. Have you lost weight? And then the person that you're talking to sits there and preens and they feel beautiful and they feel like they feel seen. They're like, oh my gosh, this person, they see me. They see that I've been working on losing this weight. But instead of having that interaction, you know, what would happen if we said something like, Hey Meg, oh my gosh, you know, I've been seeing all of the work that you're doing, you know, in women's wellness or, you know, your hair looks different Um, or, Hey, I saw on Facebook that your oldest son got an award at school for what did he get for character? You know, something, something about how we're seen internally or, Hey Meg, I see that you're doing a whole lot better in managing your emotions. You know, it can be something depending on what your relationship is with that individual that has nothing to do with how they physically look, right? So we often feel inadequate if we aren't publicly working on our bodies or health in some way. But in reality, if we take the time to listen to our bodies and to focus on the foods and types of foods we eat that fuel and benefit our bodies, then our dietary and weight loss needs will be met, right? This is such a factory statement. 
I wrote that statement and it is so factory and honestly, not necessarily something that I agree with, right? Instead, I think I would reframe it and say, but in reality, if we take the time to listen to our bodies and focus on the needs of our body, then our needs will be met. Our need does not always have to be weight loss. Our needs may be that we are hungry and we need food or we are starving for emotional connection and we need to recognize that in ourselves and reach out to somebody to form that connection, right? It doesn't have to be, I'm going to listen to my body and focus on the types of foods that it needs and I'm going to lose weight. Weight loss does not have to be the end game. Fortunately, in our society, we want action and we want change and we want it now. And me talking to you on this podcast probably isn't going to change the world and change the dynamic and change the conversation that weight loss is not the problem that we face as a country. But wouldn't it be great if it did? (laughs) So you know, in reality, we do want action. We want change. We want to not just see an internal change or an emotional change when we improve our relationship with food, right? We want to see some sort of external change. And our society has taught us and our culture has taught us to lean heavily on our weight when we do that. And that we don't want to see our weight going up because for some reason we've been told that that's bad. We in turn just want to see our weight go down. But when it comes to quote unquote weight loss, the short and ugly truth about it is that it takes time to gain weight. And so it's going to take time to lose weight. So we have all these diet trends, right? And they're designed to teach us how to lose, you know, 15 pounds in 20 minutes or, you know, whatever crazy numbers it is, right? So if weight loss is for some reason your goal, and it turns out it's none of my business why weight loss is your goal, but if it is, that's okay. It takes time, right? It did not take you 20 minutes to gain, however, the excess weight that you want to lose, right? It took time, you know, just, you know, I speak from personal experience talking about, you know, when I had my kids, I gained weight, right? You gain the weight of the baby. You gain the weight of the extra blood that's in your body. You also gain the weight of the extra fat that you have put on to sustain your body while you are growing a human being. When that baby comes out, the fat does not come out. My thighs grew exponentially when I had my kids. My thighs probably will not ever look like they did before kids. That's okay because my thighs help me walk every day. They help me move. But it also takes time for weight to come off. It takes time to gain and it takes time to lose. So in order to lose weight in a healthy, sustainable, and lasting way, we cannot depend on fad diets for results. The diet industry feeds on middle and lower class populations, right? It is more expensive for your time and money to eat the way a diet industry portrays the ultimate health than it is 
to eat in a way that supports your lifestyle, income, schedule, dietary needs, um, dietary flavors, food flavors that you want, right? So what the diet industry does is they come in and they perpetuate this cycle by saying, oh, you know, for $29.99 a month, you know, you can lose seven pounds in three days. And, you know, all you have to do is buy this product from us. And we look at this product and we say, oh, $29.99, I get the service. And then I also get whatever product I'm supposed to eat, which by the way, is not FDA approved because there is no governing body right now on supplements. So take that in with a grain of salt. And so we see this low price product versus what we could be spending to get whatever vision of optimal health that we think that we should have at the grocery store. And we're like, well, this $29.99 is going to be way less expensive than whatever. But then what ends up happening is you buy the $29.99 stuff, use half of it, then go back to eating however you were eating before. And then you go back to the $29.99 stuff. So you're not ever even using all of their product and you're still buying it because we go on and off the wagon so much. So in order to stop this, we need to take our nutrition back to its bedrock foundation and relearn how to listen to what your body wants and needs, not by what is offered by those diet buildings on the corner of shopping centers or on Google's number one you know, website for weight loss or dieting, right? We need to learn how can I make food benefit me in all areas of my life, right? Am I getting enough vegetables, fruits, grains, and protein? Am I getting enough water? Am I getting like a, at least like a healthy range, right? Of vegetables, fruits, proteins, and grains. Am I also leaving in foods that I also really enjoy, right? It doesn't matter how I'm eating. I will never not eat fried chicken, cornbread, and macaroni and cheese. It's just never going to happen. I'm never going to not be a cheese eater. I'm never going to go gluten-free. I'm never going to not eat the foods that bring me an emotional joy because it sparks memories or because it has that umami flavor, right? That savory flavor that I really love and that mouth feel, right? Like I'm never going to stop doing that. <clears throat> there is going to be a day where I'm going to want that, you know, double cheeseburger from McDonald's because I just love the way that the cheese melts on the patty. And I love that they put the tiny little diced up onions and pickles in there, right? So am I balancing all of that? out with, do I also eat vegetables? Sure. Do I eat fruit? Yeah, sure. I don't love fruit, but it's in my house. So I'll eat it sometimes. Do I eat whole grains? Absolutely. Do I get enough protein? Probably. Do I get enough water? Probably not because I'm busy and I tend to forget until it's like 10 o'clock at night and my lips are dry and I feel like trash. But am I listening? Am I realizing that that's something that I want to work on? What foods are serving your body? What foods harm your body? What are those foods that you eat them? And you're like, wow, that was like, okay, while well, I ate it, not as good as I thought it was going to be. And then you don't feel well later, whether that causes a gastrointestinal distress, whether that's causing migraines, you know, what does that look like for you? 
So it takes time, right? To kind of figure all of this out. And time is the one thing that the diet industry says that you will not have to spend on your body, which in reality, like your body should be what you spend the most time on outside of nurturing the relationships in your life. You should spend that time on your body. You should spend that time enjoying the foods that bring you joy and enjoying the foods that give your body the energy that you want to fuel your day. And you should spend your time respecting that body instead of dismissing it because somebody told you that it wasn't good enough. And that somebody told you that you should stop eating actual food and only eat whatever product it is that they're hustling. You know, it's, um, you know, kind of like, um, old Western days when they had the snake oil that they're trying to sell, that they're saying it's going to improve your health. Like this is same tune, different melody, right? It's all the same. People are just getting smarter with how they market it and they're getting smarter on how they deliver it, but it's no different than some peddler selling some sort of magic elixir outside of the back of their wagon. It doesn't work. It's a waste of your money. It's a waste of your time. And honestly, it's a risk to your health because you never know what type of outcome that diet trend is going to have on your body. But I can guarantee you that it's probably not going to be good. So that concludes today's episode about why dieting doesn't work. We will continue this talk next week as we dive into um, different nutrition avenues and what does work. And so I hope that you guys stay tuned and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.